0: Football is back, and so is Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Villani every week this fall. That's picks, parlays, and that's sweet, sweet value, cactus included, on all the NFL and college football matchups. Full breakdowns on the biggest games, but if you have a life, you don't have 45 minutes to spare, we've got you. We're the most on-demand podcast. We're catered to you and the teams you love. That's Cash the Ticket. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right, Brian, let's take a uh, closer look here at the Giants um, as, as we head into this game. I know you've gotten a chance to do a little bit of study on them. Yeah. We, we just talked about the trench battle on this side, of, You know, of the Cowboys offensive line versus what the Giants bring uh, on the defensive line. You've already mentioned the secondary, how the Cowboys probably have an opportunity to take advantage of a lot. You've got two rookies out there, one of them who's right. just playing at Old Dominion. Uh, and is a He's a
0: long-rangey guy. I mean, mm-hmm. a long – he fits – But what happens is he's the guy that when you watch inside stuff, the routes, the drags, the ends, anything breaking inside, that's a little bit of a problem for him. So, yes, you know, the Cowboys offense, to me, in the West Coast is predicated now on trying to create separation. You know, whether it's the crossing routes, running guys through trash, picks, screens, whatever you want to call them, you know, whatever you want to do to get routes open, I think the Cowboys, that's their game now. They want to give Dak Prescott as many open throws as they can. So, yes, the Giants could play right into your hands if it turns into a man game, and now you're running running—you're running these corners through trash.
1: Well, if we look at the other side of this trench battle and yeah. what the Giants' offensive line has, uh, it, it was a unit that last year had a ton of questions about it and and it's still not completely rebuilt it it remains to be seen what evan neal can become he had his struggles last year but he was a a really highly regarded offensive tackle coming out of alabama a lot of offensive tackles have trouble their first year so this is year two for him he might step up andrew thomas is one of the best tackles he is he's really really good i know you really like their rookie center john michael schmitz that was a guy that you were high on during the draft process we talked about him a lot Um, Is this an offensive line, you think, though, with the Giants, that maybe maybe it's a a little before their time, Like, like, like in terms of they're still coming into their own. This probably, you know, maybe by the end of the season, we're talking about a group, a unit that could give the Cowboys some problems. But this first game, Feels to me, at least, like this is still advantage Cowboys with their pass rush and what they can do with Micah Parsons. Well,
0: it's going to be, Bobby, I think it's going to be about can you stop the run first. I think with Saquon Barkley and even with with Matt Jones, Matt, Matt Jones with Daniel Jones, uh, went way back in the Jacksonville history of wide receiver Matt Jones, Arkansas. All Arkansas quarterback.
1: But Daniel Jones,
0: receiver. yeah, Daniel Jones to me, this is where the questions, the Giants – are struggling inside. The Cowboys have their issues inside, and I say this: John Michael Smith's coming out of Minnesota. I really, really like. But John Michael Smith's, as athletic as he is, is having trouble with power, and he's having mm-hmm. trouble with sustaining power. So let's see what happens with Hankins. Let's see what happens, you know, with Osa or Mazi. You know, anybody that gets an opportunity to to try. Because he is, like I say, he can move and position stuff, but if you get him with power, you shock him, it kind of slows him down a little bit. And he's not as good with the sustain. You know, he's trying his best. He's trying to be more vocal from what I've heard. Trying to be more of a, you know, commanding in the inside as the center and, and to be able to communicate things. We'll see how that all plays out for him. But they're struggling at the guard spot. And... And and you know I think with you know with you look at the the guards that they have it's been a little bit of a Russian roulette if you want to say you know like okay I know it sounds terrible but it's kind of like it it really is they're trying to kind of find out you know what they got at the with the with the guard Golinski and and, 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 and yeah and Brennison, yeah absolutely and Glintz, that it you know who do they you know who is going to start there's still those questions rookie center now you've got. You know, whoever starts, there might they might rotate guys. I was told through the game, just if just because you know they're really not really sure, you know where they're at with all those.
1: That's Usually, what's the old line, Brian? If you don't, if you
0: if you don't, well, if you have if you if you have five, you don't have one, kind of a thing, yeah, where, yeah that, basically, something yeah, like yeah. that. If, if
1: you got four guards, you don't have any. You don't have
0: one, and and that's really what they're dealing with right now is that they they are trying to figure out. What's going on on site? And, and you mentioned Evan Neal. You know, this is what I think is going to happen in the game, Bobby. I think, the, I think the, the Giants are going to be a left-handed team in this game. And I mean a left-handed team in the way that they're going to run the football. And, and, and when, when I, I think they're going to challenge if it's Sam Williams, you know, who's nicked up, who hasn't practiced. I know he, you know he's missed some practice time you know if he plays somehow how long can he play with the turf toe you know but they are going to test Williams they're going to test Armstrong they're going to test whoever plays right end for the Dallas Cowboys and they're going to test the right end and they're going to test on the run on the edge if Diggs is willing to step up and make some plays. When teams were able to run the ball against the Cowboys, remember how it was. Everything was going to that side. It was yep. you know nobody's going to run the ball at Tank Lawrence because Tank Lawrence is damn good playing the run. You know they're it's you know you've got Van der Esch, those guys. I mean they are going to have to win on that right side of the Cowboys' defense. You know they can't they cannot get hooked. They can't get cracked. They can't get Second level blocked. You know whether it's Clark or Vanderesh, somebody is going to have to play downhill. Safety's in the alley. Whatever they have to do, but they are going to challenge the right side of the Dallas Cowboys defense in this game with Saquon Barkley. And you know, with maybe we'll see with a Darren Waller. You know, we'll see. Will they line him up? Will they just try and you know big body on that edge and try and get the ball out to the outside? But they're they are not they are not going to. It's not smart running the ball at tank because he knows how to play the run. You know, you can you can get and and we'll see and we'll see on the outside too. You know how much uh, you know you're willing uh, to get uh, Gilmore involved in the run game. You know, is he willing? He's a smaller guy. Is he willing to yeah. step up? But I have a feeling it ain't going to be at tank. It's going to be the opposite way. But this team likes to get the ball out quick if they can. They've really, really worked on that, and so get the ball out quick. Misdirections. They like to play with eleven personnel, and they like to take their wide receiver Paris Campbell, who plays a little bit in the slot. Maybe move him around. You might see him in the backfield. They maybe like what they do with Turpin with the Cowboys. The the jet sweeps backfield with 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 Barkley. You, you don't know. I mean, a lot of different things that the Giants could do to try and get Paris Campbell the ball. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies and the rankings of beach style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Which is more uh, just in the passing game, because you just obviously covered what Barkley can do and some of those things. They can throw Barkley
0: the ball too, by the way. Yeah. yeah, The screens, the swings. That's, you know, and again, I mean, we talked about Darren Waller in this game. Barkley's Bar- Bar- yeah.
1: talked about Barkley uh, dropped about six pounds. I, I, I was yeah. reading a, an interview he did. He dropped about six pounds this season specifically because he wanted to have more of an impact as a pass catcher. Yeah. He wanted to be, you know, more nimble and, and, and be able to contribute in that regard. But we already know what, what Barkley can do. We know Daniel Jones is, uh, you know, it's it. It's, it's he's one of the more athletic quarterbacks in the NFL, honestly. He's that been, he he's,
0: scares me. The the all of a sudden it's drop back, things are covered. It's third and seven, and he runs for 15.
1: And That's, he's fearless. He's fearless. Uh, he's uh, one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL. No if question. He, I, I know there's a lot of people who, who want to, you know, downplay Daniel Jones. And I, I don't think Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback or anything like that. But but two of the traits that stand out about Daniel Jones and have even before last year when he started having success incredibly athletic, incredibly tough. He will stand in there and he'll take hits. He'll yeah. he'll take them and he'll get right back up and he'll you know, he'll deliver the ball through head. He'll he'll lower his head. Well, he only, did get knocked
0: out in a Giants game. Uh, Jabril Cox got him one time. Remember they tried to run him on the goal yeah. line and he yeah. got whacked in the head and and, and like he was he can yeah.
1: custom, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure About did. About the only play Jabril Cox made, I think, during his entire time here in Dallas. But we already know those aspects of it. In terms of the pass catchers, yeah. Which of these do you think challenges Dallas more the ability of the tight end duo Waller, Daniel Bellinger, uh, a guy Bellinger that, you know, we, we talked a lot yeah. about in the draft show, the type of track star speed that you have in a Paris Campbell and a Jalen Hyatt, does that stress Dallas more? Or is it the shifty open field players, a guy like Sterling Shepard and Wandel Robinson?
0: You know, we had Kim Jones on from, uh, She's uh, great, Kim used to Kim used to be on the NFL Network. Now she's like Newsday Giants. She's a Giants reporter, so she yep. she watches the team every day. Kim said something to us to the G Bag Nation. We had her on that. That she goes. I I I don't think I'm exaggerating here, but I want to say ninety eighty five to ninety percent of the balls that were thrown in Darren Waller's way, he caught. She she said. I, she goes. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like I'm exaggerating, but I I think it was 85 to 90 percent of the balls that were thrown Darren Waller's way were caught. That kind of stuff worries me. How do you play Darren Waller? How do you play him, Curse? Do you do you switch off? Is Curse gets a look? Oh, maybe it's Vanderesh. Oh, maybe it's Clark. Oh, maybe it's Jordan Lewis. Oh, maybe it's Bland you give him different looks how do you how do you you know play against him waller scares me a lot now they'll tell you they'll tell you that that hodgins slayton and campbell will be the the 11 personnel guys with campbell being in the slot watch a lot of movement for him next thing you need to say is okay the downfield player is hyatt he's the one if things get a little crazy, you max protect, and now you let the ball fly. What happens? Catch, interference, maybe a PBU. Brian,
1: Brian, I was downstairs in one of the hotels in Indy watching Jalen Hyatt prep. I was standing right in front of him watching. Can run for forty. Yeah, it is the. It is one of like two or three guys I've ever seen in my life up close that when he ran, he looked blurry. Like yeah. in, in in front of your face, he looked blurry. That's how fast he is. He is, that that's tough. If you get, if you somehow get a Hyatt matched up on a Diggs, Diggs cannot run with Jalen Hyatt. No. And, and if they can protect long enough, he can burn you. That's why, like I said, and yeah, you mentioned, you know, Hodgins there and Slayton and they're bigger parts of it. That's why I was just curious about the specific s- skill sets. Does the tight end skill set, the track star skill set, or the joystick skill set of those other guys consider you the most? Because for me, it's just the track star speed. I don't know that there's anybody that can run with Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt if the Giants are able to protect for long enough.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, and I'm, listen, I, if the Cowboys go out there and smoke all these guys, I guarantee you the comments are like, ah, you guys ever sold this crap? You know, no, I'm just, you're, you know, we're just having a conversation
1: they here. They can shut it down. We're just putting it out there. I'm just they, telling like you, yeah. The it, ability to do
0: exactly. It. The one thing Hyatt has been able to do is run vertically and get past people. He, you know, it, every, it, you see clips of every day, you know, during training camp, every day he was running past
1: somebody. How big is Malik Hooker in this game then?
0: Huge. Because they're going to need somebody. They're going to need somebody, whether they shade it to one side or the other, but they're going to need somebody in the back end to be able to have some range. You know, I've, I've been super, super critical of Malik Hooker. This is a game he can absolutely shut me up. Or it could be like, hey, I kind of told you, you know, here's here's why you need a safety with a little range. But you're right. These guys can run past the Cowboys' corners. And that's the thing I worry about. The, you know, the third down and there's third and seven and you get a defensive holding. You know, you get a illegal contact because you're not playing with really good technique. You know, I, I was asked that to you, on Cowboys break. With Ambar and uh, Patrick Walker and Derek, and uh, they asked me, "Well, what's the, what's the one thing that can make this team, this defense, go from really good to elite?" I said, "Eliminate hands to the face, uh, you know, unnecessary roughness, defensive holding, uh, pass interference. How many times on third down have we seen them get off the field, and then on the other side of the field, there's a defensive holding or illegal yeah. contact?" Yep. or some BS penalty like that. It's third and seven they get off the field good pressure, balls thrown away and then the referee you know Aiden, uh, uh, Adrian Hill who's the official this week, illegal hands to the face defense you know and you're like going damn it you know that kind of thing and they you know that's that's what's going to take them from being a really really good defense to elite defense if they eliminate the crap like that.
1: You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.